Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are, Salenti and the Judge, Judge Andrew Napolitano and uh, Salenti, two Napolitanos, and I'm with Napolitano and you're with Napolitano. And there is no judge in America that knows and respects the Constitution like Judge Andrew Napolitano. And what's happened in so much of what's going on with the, quote, legal system, it's more of a political system now. Hey, they just had an election. Which judge did you vote for and which party, all right? What, what America? And when you look at <clears throat> what the judge just wrote and what he's talking about, more government crimes. That's right. You better behave and you better do the right thing or, uh, hey, we're going to send you to Gitmo. So, Judge Napolitano, tell us more about the Supreme Court and the Department of Justice and what's going on with them regarding sending people to Gitmo and giving them no constitutional or civil liberty rights. Gerald, good morning. It's always a pleasure to be with you. By the way, nobody introduces me quite the way you do, no matter who I'm sharing the podcast with. It's always a delight. I'm waiting for that fresh ground espresso to make an appearance. <laughs> So my piece uh, this week, uh, which you have uh, put out, which LouRockwell.com puts out at midnight tonight, Washington Times and uh, 25 or 30 other uh, venues, uh, catalogs a series of unusual events that happened in the past two weeks in the legal system that you won't read about on the front pages. The first is an argument in the Supreme Court in which the government is claiming uh, the right to keep records of torture secret. And when Justice uh, Gorsuch said, well, what's, what's the reason for keeping them secret? There are Polish intelligence agents being prosecuted in Polish courts for torturing people in Poland at the direction of the American CIA. And the Polish prosecutors are looking for evidence of the torture. And the, the federal prosecutor tells the Supreme Court, we, we know that this torture happened but we can't give you evidence of it because it's a secret and we're allowed to keep secrets in wartime. Whereupon Justice Kavanaugh said, wartime, what war are we fighting? And the American prosecutor said, we're fighting against the Taliban in Afghanistan. Of course, everybody roared. I mean, that would be news to Joe Biden that we're fighting against the Taliban in Afghanistan. We know what, how we left and what a disaster the departure was. This is another example of the government willing to lie to federal judges, in this case, the Supreme Court. At the same time that that was going on, a detainee in Guantanamo was testifying for two hours in a public military courtroom about the torture he received at the hands of the CIA in a country where he doesn't even know where it was. The torture was horrific. I won't give you all the details, but it includes rape. The government did not challenge the torture. The government did not cross-examine him. The government did not put the torturers on the witness stand. This is the first time uh, in, in the modern era the Bush-Cheney torture regime has been acknowledged by the Department of Justice, and it chose not to challenge the evidence of torture, which was riveting. So riveting, and I've never heard of this happening. 
there are eight jurors in a military jury. Seven of the eight jurors, these are senior military officers, wrote to the judge saying what the CIA did and what the Department of Defense tried to cover up was a stain on the moral fiber of the United States. While that was going on in Gitmo, a federal judge in Washington, D.C., was hearing an application to release a prisoner from Gitmo who had been there for 14 years. When he asked the, the Justice Department for the evidence against him, they had none. Well, why did we take 14 years to release him? Because the Department of Justice, under four presidents, Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden, under four presidents, two Republicans, two Democrats, kept delaying the hearing until the CIA and the Department of Defense could find some evidence to justify detaining him. So they had no evidence to justify an arrest. They had no evidence to justify detaining. They kept him there for 14 years. The judge ordered him released. He's still there. Oh. This is the state of the American legal system today at the federal level. The judges should never have adjourned those hearings in an American courtroom when the defendant gives credible evidence of torture. The case against him is thrown out no matter what the evidence is and no matter what he did. And yet we're seeing the government getting away with whatever it thinks it can politically get away with. That was my piece uh, that I wrote about. I wrote about it with a little anger and I have anger here because we don't torture Torture, we shouldn't torture. Torture is against the law. These people took an oath to uphold the law. For all we know, George W. Bush pardoned the torturers and, and the government doesn't want to put them on the stand because they would have to reveal under oath that they were pardoned. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, well, I'm, you're left with an open mouth like, what did this yeah. really happen? And I haven't even gone through what they did with this guy or to this guy except the rape. <laughs> well, well, you have here beating his head and ribs, chain naked confinement for days in a government refrigerator. Yes, in a walk-in refrigerator. Force feeding through his rectum. Yes. I mean, what? this is America? This is sadistic, disgusting, medieval, unconstitutional, and criminal. And you know what it is to me? It's, it is symbolic of the bigger picture of what the government thinks of us and how they treat us and what they do to us. Yes. When one of their arguments was, and I'm so sick and tired of hearing this argument, I've been doing my best to refute it since 9-11, and you have as well. Well, the guy's not American. He doesn't have rights. Oh, baloney. That's baloney. Rights come from our humanity, not from the government. The Constitution protects persons, not just Americans. The treaties that we have signed require humane treatment uh, of prisoners. The statutes prohibit torture of all persons, irrespective of where their mothers were when they came into the world. For the government to make an argument they didn't have any rights because he's not an American, a first-year law student would know better than to make an argument like that. But again, this is symbolic of what the country's become. Yes. As the I see it. The government will do whatever can politically get away with from denying religious exemptions to vaccines to punishing people by firing them, firing police and fire department 
and EMS workers because they won't get vaccines to forcing people to take experimental drugs into their bodies. The government will do whatever it thinks it can politically get away with. The Constitution be damned. Okay, let's let's take that term you said, the government. What government we talk? What? <clears throat> why, why do we put this in a term of a government? It's not a government. Well, it's acting like it's a gang of criminals. You got it. It monopolizes force and violence in a geographic area. That's Mises and Hayek's definition of government. The, the, the entity that monopolizes the use of force in a geographic area. It is the negation of liberty. It hates freedom because freedom is an obstacle uh, to its purposes. It likes control. It likes a compliant public that will go along with it. So it's not a government. In other words, <clears throat> these are evil psychopaths, sociopaths, pathological liars, cowards, liars, freaks, and fools. I mean, these are the people that are in charge, and we call it a government. This has nothing to do with a government. This has nothing to do with the spirit and soul of America. I mean, you as a constitutional judge, and what, this is everything they're doing is in violation of our, you know, from the Declaration of Independence, as you, as you know, to the Bill of Rights. When, uh, when Jefferson coined the phrase, taxation without representation is tyranny. Do you know what the average tax rate was on those who paid taxes? Most didn't. Was between two and three <laughs> percent. That was enough to justify a revolution. Now today, of course, the government controls all aspects of our lives, force feeds medication into us, oh. tortures people uh, and lies about it, uh, and expects us to keep it in office. And, and it's you know, the nature would... of government, Gerald. It's not Republicans or Democrats. It's the nature of government. This this desire to dominate, this lust for power, this willingness to cut constitutional corners. Mm -hmm. It's not unique to Republicans or Democrats. Mm -hmm. It's integral to people in the government who have the power and the political means to do these things and get away with it. I don't like discussing this. It turns my stomach. But well, again, the public the, would not know about it if we didn't talk about it. The public has the right to know what's being done in its name and what the power it has given to these people. Again, to me, the, the word government is a misuse of the word. Yes, yes. It's not a government. A government. What, what does government mean? What's the definition of government? You know, the, the, well, if you ask Jefferson, that's a great question. If you ask Jefferson, he would say the entity to which we have consented for the protection of our liberties. A, we haven't consented to this. And B, it assaults our liberties. It doesn't protect them. And that's what I'm saying. Using the term government is a misuse of the term. Yes. This isn't a government. Yes. And as you pointed out, you know, the... They're forcing this, this vaccinations on us, you know, and um, and we have no rights, you know, regardless of where you are. I mean, we get letters, tons of them every day. People losing their jobs. They, they don't want to. Oh, now they're vaccinating children. Oh, it's the big news. Now, 
what, five to 11-year-olds are being vaccinated? <clears throat> the, again, CDC data. Between May of 2020 and September of 2021, under 500 people from the ages of 1 to 19 years of age died of the virus. That's a population of 75 million people. Under 500 died, and of course, they have either obese, type 2 diabetics, or pre-existing comorbidities. 94% of the people that have died from the COVID overall have 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities. The recovery rate of people 1 to 20 years old is 99.997%. You're never going to hear these numbers from Dr. Fauci, that's for sure. Why are they vaccinating these children? Pick up today's Wall Street Journal, read the front page, and look at the profits that Pfizer made in 2020 and what their projections are for 2021. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. This has got to be the most widely uh, used drug in the history of the world, whatever Pfizer is uh, pushing. Yes. And then you look at, go into the Wall Street Journal deeper, go into the business section. Hey, how about those CVS profits? Boom. Big boost. You know why? The shot. The experimental gene therapy inoculation that's never been injected into a human body before. So, so think about it. Uh, the federal government does not have the resources to enforce all of its laws, and so it coerces the states into doing so. Now it's coercing private entities like airlines into doing so. But big pharma has turned that upside down. Big Pharma, Pfizer, is using the federal government to market and, and, and force its products on people. From Big Pharma's perspective, it's a genius move and it's a no-lose. Yeah. But from the perspective of a free people consenting to a government, it's the opposite of what we fought the revolution for. And again, you, you, you nailed it. But again, I, again, you call them big pharma, just like we're calling government, which is not a government. To me, this isn't big pharma. They're drug dealers. They're drug dealers. Well, and drug dealers will do anything to make money, any way they want to do it, anything they want to do. Right. And you don't stop them. Right. And right. to me, this is a drug dealer push. And again, we're talking about the government, not only into going along with it, not only into allowing them to do it, but using the power of government to coerce innocent people to accept all this. And then again, the government to which we consented, whether you call it a government or not, whatever it is, it's not what we consented. to. No. And, you know, last Friday, the U.S. Supreme Court turned away a healthcare workers seeking religious exemption to Maine's COVID vaccines. The head scratcher, Gerald. I was very, very upset to see that. I, I would have joined the dissent of Justices Gorsuch, Alito, and Thomas, but uh, two of uh, President Trump's appointees, uh, Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Barrett, went along 
with the majority, which didn't even write an opinion. The only opinion in the case is one paragraph by Justice Barrett saying, we didn't think the plaintiffs had much of a case and a long stinging dissent that the first liberty protected under the Bill of Rights is freedom of religion by Justice Gorsuch. The majority didn't even issue an opinion, just said, we're not going to interfere with the court below. We're going to allow the governor of Maine to force all healthcare workers in Maine to be vaccinated, no matter what their religious preferences are. There are no religious exemptions in Maine because the governor of Maine declared that, not the legislature, which writes the laws in Maine, but the governor, and we're going to allow the governor to do it. A total uh, abdication of its role as the protector of our freedom. And quite frankly, very different from three previous opinions, which is basically what Justice Gorsuch says in his dissent. What happened to you guys? We're the same court that did the opposite four months ago. And yet, when do you think the Supreme Court is going to rule on this in a, in a major way uh, regarding, for example, um, Biden's mandates that that's a great question. And I'm, I'm glad you said major way, because this was a preliminary ruling issued in the middle of the night. What does that mean in the middle of the night? All right. So it, it's not a case where they have studied it for weeks and they have all read extensive briefings on it. It's an emergency application. They have a, a certain number of hours in which to rule on the application. So it's not on the merits. Eventually, they will have to rule on the merits. Now you ask me, when are they going to rule on Biden's mandates? Here's why I'm laughing. He threatened them in early October. We're now in early November. He hasn't signed them yet. So there are no federal mandates. No one knows what rules OSHA is writing, but they haven't promulgated them yet. Once they promulgate them, they have to sit for public um, uh, uh, comment for 30 days. So as, as dictatorial as all of this is, Old Joe is really asleep at the switch, even from his own perspective. He threatened these mandates six weeks ago, and he hasn't issued them yet. So, you know, again, you know, another term, we, we said governments, um, big pharma, and to me, they're, they're, they're not a government. They get, as you point out, according to Jefferson, big pharma, I look at them as nothing more than drug dealers. And to call the Supreme Court supreme, that's becoming even a bigger joke. What's so supreme about them? They don't represent our rights anymore. Well, they're supposed to. They're actually hearing a case as we speak about the right to bear arms, not the right to own a gun, but the right to carry a gun, challenged again, the, the challenges against the very restrictive gun laws in the state of New York, it would also apply uh, to New Jersey and all states that have restrictive gun laws. Look, it, as I said earlier, it's a head scratcher. Sometimes they do the right thing, which is to favor human freedom because human freedom is the default position. Our rights are natural to us. We are born naturally free. Government is forced upon us by force. So, so government is the exception. Government should never have the benefit of the doubt. Human freedom should have the benefit of the doubt. You may very well see that coming from the Supreme Court in this uh, uh, oral argument they're having literally as we speak uh, on the right to bear arms. But they don't always do the right thing. Freedom yeah. of religion is the first religion. For them to say that a healthcare worker in Maine cannot even seek, cannot even ask for a religious exemption 
is more Soviet than it is American. Well, not even Soviet. You can get a religious exemption in, in Russia. It's more Chinese than it is American. You know, the, uh, you said before that, you know, you were getting angry, and I saw it. Uh, and you being, you know, a very religious man, <clears throat> a devout Catholic, um, what was that guy, um, uh, what was that, um, uh, one of the St. Thomas Aquinas. I think he had a few words about anger and how well, appropriate it is. You're, you're allowed to be anger when it's righteous, when you're angry at the destruction of life or the destruction of liberty or the proliferation of sin. In this case, I'm not judging people's hearts, but I am judging their behavior and the behavior of the people in the government from the torturers uh, who tortured this guy to the lawyers who lied about it, to the governors who issued edicts and pretended they were laws, to the police who enforced those laws, to the judges who refused to dislodge those edicts and refused to defend uh, liberty. Those are the people at whom I'm angry. Yeah, and anger is appropriate. <laughs> and then what, they what they do in this whole brainwashing society, oh, you're not supposed to be angry now. You just calm down. You just calm down. You know, I had an incident that happened to me uh, on um, last, uh, this past Sunday. And you know my building out here. I was sitting outside with a lovely lady. And uh, we were having a cup of espresso. It was a beautiful Sunday. We were sitting outside. And this big guy comes over. And he got chains hanging from him. Thing in his nose. And, you know... I have that little chain going across so you can't go into the building because people want to come in here all the time. And he goes, uh, I want to go in there. And I'm sitting outside and I said, well, it's a private office. I want to go in there. What do you mean private office? Mm. I, said, I said, it's a private office. You can't go in there. You're a white racist supremacist. And he starts screaming at me. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I said, listen, man, I said, take it easy. I said, I don't want to hear it. You're nothing but a piece of crap. You're a racist piece of garbage. Oh, boy. He yells out that <clears throat> Alex Jones, because I'm on Alex Jones every week. You're nothing but, and he keeps, I said, listen, man, I had enough. And, you know, I used to teach close combat. Right. So I stood up. And this is on camera. This big guy, maybe, uh, you know, mid-30s, calling me a racist, uh, uh, white supremacist. Imagine me, right? And, of course, I call this guy out angrily mm. because that's what you do when you're in a fight. Right, right, right. You better be angry. You don't say, oh, please, oh, that's not proper what you're so doing. You're, you're right. Please the, stop that. The, the Thomistic phrase is righteous, as in St. Thomas Aquinas, yeah. righteous indignation. Wow. So this guy never thought that a 70, maybe 75 years old little old guy is going to get up and don't you mess with me, man. Yeah, how, how you did, got the wrong guy. How did, how did it end? He went away. Wow. Because I went to this guy because... In close combat, you attack the attacker. Right. right. And so what I'm saying is, 
that they've taken our spirit away from us. Yeah. For men to be men and women to be women. And we have every right to be angry about how they are robbing us of our life, our liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes. Happiness? Why, how dare you be happy? You get back in your house. Hey, you got that little governor over there. Is he going to be governor anymore over there in New Jersey? Little oh. Murphy? The little Goldman Sachs gang member? We may have deposed the dictator. I mean, when I went to bed last night, he was up by 250,000 votes. When I got up this morning, he was down by 1,500. This, <laughs> this is a... A little Goldman, an arrogant Goldman Sachs boy. This guy said he wanted to turn, you ready for this, New Jersey into the California of the East. Great. <laughs> great. Hey, they're having a great time over there in San Francisco, huh? Yeah. You left your heart in San Francisco? You bet you'll make, you may lose your life in San Francisco. Walmart, Target, one after another, closing the places down because people are robbing them blind. Well, the streets are filled with homeless. All those gutless little geek boys, those little tiny geek boys that have brought the properness of being a little low-life piece of nothing have destroyed that place. Well, the prosecutors in San Francisco do not prosecute shoplifting. Yep. That will drive retail businesses off the streets and even out of the city. Yep. And what, what, what's that guy, the, the district attorney over there? What's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Yeah, a little nothing boy. I forget Another little nothing boy. Yeah. And, what, and you got that, that, that clown mayor. I don't, I don't have to wear a mask when I'm dancing, but you do. Look at the freaks running the show. It's a freak show. It's not a government. I'm sorry, Judge. It's not a government. Step right up, step right up. It's the greatest. That's why Barnum and Bailey Circus went out of business. You don't have to go to the circus anymore to see it anymore. You see it in the streets. You see it in the streets. So, Salenti on righteous indignation. Those of us, those of you watching <laughs> us now, you just saw it. <laughs> How many espressos did you have this morning? <laughs> I only had one. Only had one. <laughs> Okay, oh, Judge, yeah, thanks a lot. You See you next Alex. weekend. I'm on with him today. First time in many years that I've been on with him. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Yeah.